Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcasting has become the new normal for most people. And while more people listening to podcasts is an obvious good thing, are you sure they're looking for normality out of your podcast? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Tara. I've been accused of a lot of things in the many years of my life. Rarely has anyone called me normal. In fact, I bristle at that. I tend to not be normal and have never really been normal, not at least in the way that most people think about it. And I want to talk about that in the podcasting world today because, as the title indicates, I think we need to bring back a little abnormal podcasting. I'm fine with normal, but normal is normal. That doesn't have to mean boring, but normal means routine. And routine is something that is easily commoditized. Normal is normal. And if it's a routine that gets commoditized, well, okay. I get it though. Normal's safe. Safe is nice and stable. Safety is what a lot of people, most people gravitate towards. We are biologically wired to seek out safety. And I get safety. But the risk of podcasting is pretty low. And being safe with your content and your approach really, really makes it hard to stand out. And again, podcasting is a safe space, so it's okay to stand out. Podcasting is, no, normal is, it's boring. (laughs) There, there, I've said it. Finally, normal is boring. Well, to heck with normal, so I don't have to bleep out my own show. Let's talk about some ways you can toss out normal and really focus back again on abnormality, which is, is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Here's what I mean by that. I'm going to give you, what, one, two, three, four different ideas here to help you be embrace a little more abnormality in what you do. Number one, keep the standards, but toss the conventions. Keep the standards, best practices, mic placement, good sound quality, but toss out the conventions. Conventions don't have to be followed. Okay, so you aren't next to your giant SM7B microphone when inspiration strikes. You've got your phone on you, don't you? I know you. I just said don't do bad audio. Well, the phones don't capture bad audio. They just don't capture SM7B studio quality microphone content. They still are fine for capturing content. Go capture the content you need with the phone that has a microphone on you all the time. Come back in the studio and boost the quality of that sound later. If you're doing interviews, 
you know, the conventions will tell you how many questions to ask and whatever. But so, so maybe throw out those conventions. Maybe, maybe ask less questions of your guests. I'd say more, but I don't think that's ever a good idea. <laughs> Asking less questions is not a bad idea. Maybe from your guests you want to get, or maybe you want to give shorter answers. Shorter, shorter is always better. So try something weird and, and different. You know, really work on getting those answers to be nice and short. If they give you a long answer, ask them again to condense it. Or maybe if you're the one giving information, like me, give shorter answers to people. Number two, make a meaningful distinction between you and everybody else. Everybody else. That means you've got to listen to everybody else in your genre, in the, in the things that you actually do. Like you should listen to lots of things besides just yourself and just me. But make sure it's a meaningful differentiation, right? Length of your show is not meaningful. I make a shorter show than everybody else. So what? I make a longer show than everybody else. Yeah, that's not, that's not a meaningful distinction. Neither are guests that you get. I get the best guests. Yeah, 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 says everyone. I cover topics nobody else covers. Are you sure? I don't think any of those things are meaningful. How you use the length of your show to make something different, abnormal, is a differentiating factor or can be. The way you ask questions and what you demand of your guests can certainly be a meaningful distinction between you and everybody else. And your topics don't matter, but your angle, as I've talked about ad nauseum on this show, certainly does. What do you bring to the table? Number three. You're going to try all this stuff. It's going to be hard to do. So number three is forgive your relapses and try harder. As a working podcaster, you probably have some habits you're going to have to break, which means you're going to fall back onto your old habits often. Forgive yourself when that happens. Just go back and try and do better. Fourth, check yourself and check in with yourself. I know that sounds all hippy-dippy. Here's what I mean by that. You should check yourself to make sure that what you're doing when you start doing this, when you start going towards abnormality, it should feel different to you. Not necessarily uncomfortable to you, but it should feel quite unfamiliar to you. Now, your listeners, on the other hand, I think when your listeners find your new format or when you push the new format out to them, they should feel a bit uncomfortable. This shouldn't feel like prior episodes when you make this switch. However, this is key, it shouldn't feel unfamiliar to them. It should be the familiarity they have with your show just with a fresh approach that might be a little uncomfortable. So I know those are weird ways to think about it. But, you know, you kind of expect that from me in this program, giving you weird things to think about, because I really do think we need to really work hard to not be normal and be ourselves and be unique and be different. So hopefully these ideas have will help you along those that particular path. Hey, three quick things. One, Evo's long winter's nap is coming up. That's when I take off the month of November and December. I don't push out episodes. That's coming up. Can you believe that's coming up really quickly? Well, if you have a topic that you wish to pontificate on, something around the future of podcasting, ways to make podcasting better, please send an Evo, uh, an Evo, <laughs> send an email to Evo at simpler.media. Just got a new domain set up. Evo at simpler.media. And let's talk about your topic and your angle. 
want to make sure you've got that. And we'll give you a platform right here on the show. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra if you want to support the show. And please, as always, tell a friend about podcast pontifications. The only way podcast pontifications grows is when you working podcasters tell other working podcasters about it. That's it. See you tomorrow for another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.